Today's episode is sponsored by Rare Birds Book Club, a monthly book subscription run by a female-led bookshop in Edinburgh using newly published paperbacks where every book has its own special edition cover. Featuring female-only authors, you choose your book from two short blurbs, so it's like a surprise gift to yourself. The title of the book and name of the author are only revealed when the book arrives through your door each month. But don't worry, on the off chance you receive your book and it's something you've read before, they'll exchange it for you, no questions asked. The team at Rare Birds follow up each month with a Q&A from each author on the book, recommend reading for what to read next, and amazing discounts on up to 50% off RRP on newly published fiction and non-fiction. From just £15 a month, including postage and packaging, you'll receive all of this while supporting female authors and a female-led business. And especially for our listeners, you can get 10% off the rolling monthly subscription with code BOOKRECOS10 at www.rarebirdsbooks.com. Thank you, Rare Birds Book Club. Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the powers behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. Today, we are discussing the Oxfam Reading Challenge for 2023, where each month readers are encouraged to read a different genre. Yes, and we're going to share inspiration on what you could find secondhand to read for each month. Lauren, final podcast episode of the month. January's flown by, hasn't it? Um, we should also say, though, guys, don't worry. The January wrap-up episode is coming next week. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that January's been good for the podcast. <laughs> We've had not one, but two author interviews, and both of them have had amazing and like highly anticipated books come out this month. Yeah, I think we've nailed st- the start to the year, if I do say so myself. Have we peaked too early? <laughs> and we <laughs> keep this momentum. It. Yeah. Um, um, no, it's been so nice getting to interview two brilliant authors and mm. to read some incredible books this month as well. Yeah, and we will chat about them next week, as you said. We will. They, I, It still blows my mind that those are our most listened to episodes, the wrap-up episodes, without fail every single month. But I really love to know what people have read each month, so I don't think yeah, it's my mind it makes blowing. sense. It yeah. does make sense, but yeah. like more than like, why would you prefer to listen to us over these amazing authors? Honestly, we're hey. so dull. <laughs> I actually think we're quite funny. Do you? <laughs> I listened back to. I think we're quite lame. Like I listened back to when I was preparing for the Janice. Hallett interview the other day I was like I'll go back and listen to the last podcast Mm. where we spoke about her other books and I was (laughs) I found us funny we were drunk that day because we recorded it on our little funny (laughs) we recorded it on our little retreat oh this is a talk way faster when you're drunk as well which is impressive because I already talk so fast but I think the Invisalign slowed me down a bit you know it is yeah it's just painful to talk that fast (laughs) yeah and there's like a lot of saliva going on 
<laughs> is that what you can hear right now? Speaking from experience. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, today's episode, as we said in the intro, um, is the Oxfam Reading Challenge. You might remember before Christmas that our podcast was sponsored by Oxfam's online shop in December. And since then, we've been chatting with them about their brand new reading challenge, which aims to diversify reading and get people exploring a new genre every month. Yeah. And you guys know that this is all about what we're to, we're about to, especially those of you with our reading journal, hint, hint, mm-hmm. um, who are also trying to complete big book bingo this year so hopefully this episode will help you to set your book complete your book bingo page for 2023 as well do you know what I realized side note on the book bingo is that there's a square on it that says record by book records and I'm like this is great for me because <laughs> any book I write here is going to be fine to do but maybe record by book records should be I record for you and you record for me oh all right well we'll come on to that when we get to yes. December's book okay um taking part in the Oxfam reading challenge is really easy you just have to find a second-hand book that fits the genre each month yeah so we're going to run through what's coming up each month today and drop a few echoes here to get you ready and make sure you're following Oxfam on their socials it's free to uh, to take part and we'll put all the details at the end of the episode Yes. Um, what's really fun about this episode is that because they're secondhand books, these are all going to be like older records. Oldies but goodies. Yeah, not not any new releases. This is this is maybe they've been forgotten in time, you know. Mm, yeah. Okay. So we've got a lot to get through. We do. So first up this month was a thriller for January. I guess when it's so gloomy outside, you might as well just read a dark book too. Yeah, stay there for that. Mm. Stay there for that. Mm. I mean, we have tons of thriller echoes, and um, and you're obs about to go and tell people to go and read Dorothy Coombson, aren't you? Obs. Um, okay. And side note, um, I bought her latest thriller in the Waterstones sale, and I can't wait to get into it. Um, and it, but that is unlikely to be found secondhand anywhere. So instead, I'm going to say read Rose Petal Beach or The Ice Cream Girls. And Ice Cream Girls has a sequel that came out 15 years later. So if you do go for that one, then you know you've got a second book to read as well, which is always fun. Love that. And I also love The Brighter Mermaid by Dorothy Coombson as well. So you've you got three you, recos for the price of one. You did. And I was going to say, because you told me what I'm probably going to reco, I'm going to suggest that you're going to reco The Chain by Adrian McKinsey that you love so much. <laughs> that I bang on about all the time. Yeah, I am, Jess. I am. Yeah. And we're not so, even going to go into them because we're going to tell you what we always do. Go listen to our thrillers episode. <laughs> go and listen to our thrillers episode. <laughs> also, we should also say on our Instagram page, we've got uh, highlights by genre on our page as well. So if you're like, actually, I've read all of the books that you've recorded for thriller. I want yeah. some more. Just go and look at the suspense highlight on our Instagram as well. Good shout. Okay. Um, and remember, you can use Oxfam's online shop as well they don't have to just be in store um our that code, really is game changing isn't it yeah it's just a whole new world of opportunity <laughs> and um uh, we've got a discount code book records 20 for 20 percent off which only lasts until mid-feb so if you're listening to this at the time the episode comes out go and hit up that shop yeah okay Feb. obviously it's a romance because february is the month of 
Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, our podcast is going to follow this theme in February a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Um, but for now, Lauren, a romance book for Feb. Hit us. Right. I'm going to recco Helen Hohang's book, who is the author of the Kiss Quotient series. And that's got three books in it. It's got the Kiss, Kiss Quotient, the Bride Test and the Heart Principle. Um, Helen was diagnosed with autism when she was in like well into her adult years. And it was that diagnosis that she says inspired all of these books because um, they all sent her a character who is on the autistic spectrum. And although they aren't part of a series, so sorry, they are part of a series, you don't have to read each of them consecutively. They don't follow on from each other. So you could just read them as standalone based on whichever blurb you like the most from the series. It's just like some of the background characters that cross over in the books. Um, And I just think they're lovely and they're great romance, like easy reads, great characters. You really love the characters and you root for them and just everything you could want in a romance novel. Yeah. Nice. Um, And yeah, you read Heart, you read the third one first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're proof that that works. Um, I won't dive into mine too much because I'm throwing it way back to The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary, which was our first ever podcast episode. But the reason I'm going to echo that one is because of the new TV series that's out on Paramount Plus. And I just wondered, do you think there's, because this book is so big, do you think there's anyone that would watch the series that hasn't read the book and like watch it not knowing that it's a book? Yeah, I do. Really? Oh, yeah. is that because you know someone that has? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm very confident that those people exist. Mm. Have you watched the series yet? No, I haven't. I feel like maybe we should do an episode once we've both watched it. Well, if I'm honest, I've been put off watching it because I oh. recommended The Flat Share to my sister. I was like, oh my God, you are going to love this book. You're going to love Tiffy and Leon. Oh my God. And she read it. She was like, I love Tiffy and Leon. And like loved it as much as I did. Yeah. And in the series, Tiffy is not Tiffy. She was like, she is not the same Tiffy that we love in the book. Like, oh, really? I think, and um, like, I think maybe she's not as like, I'm going to say bubbly, which I like, I hate that word, but like, you know, like how funny she is in her little yeah. post-it notes and things. I don't think there's those vibes. And like, that really is why I love the book. Oh, that's so a like, shame. I, and apparently there's some bits that are just like totally different and they've like swapped out one character for a different one because maybe they were better for television or something. So that's I don't know if you've watched it let us know if it is worth it or yeah please do Greco us yeah okay March okay let's move on to March the March challenge celebrates International Women's Day which is on the 8th of March and Women's History Month so we've obviously got a lot of recos of books written by women yeah I'm I'm actually (laughs) going to just go on our because that is predominantly what we read not solely I'm just going to scroll on our grid and when I, I stop. I would say 99%. Oh, that's a fun game. Yeah. And then the one I like stop on is, is going to be a woman and I'm going to reco it. Swipey, okay. Swipey, swipey. Okay. I have come across Our Missing Hearts by Celeste Ng, which is new. So <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say instead is Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah, I was about which to actually say. Is, is, it's a book written by woman and woman and also it's, like its core characters are women as well. And it's about how they are both as mothers and class. And so I actually think that's a great one. 
Wow, great on the spot reco there. Yeah. I love that from you. <laughs> okay, I am going to reco a book, another book that both of us don't stop harping on about, which is Stronger by Porna Bell. And mm, I know we've ultimate. already dropped it into everyone that this book is a solid reco. <laughs> and hopefully, if you've listened to the podcast for a while now, you've already read it. But fuck it, I'm going to reco it again, anyways. And on the off chance that maybe someone hasn't taken our advice yet or great time to reread it because this is a great book to come back to yeah me too so this book will legitimately change what you think about as strength and most importantly empower you to go on your own journey to discover what strength looks like for you if you're a girl and and sorry and porna says if you are a girl or the woman who feels like she is never enough that she'll never be as strong or as good or as capable, then this book is here to tell you that you are enough. And I think that's a lovely message and objective for... It's very International Women's Day. It is. Keep an eye March is brief. Yeah. I have. Thank you very much. Um, I feel like that could be a challenge to find in an Oxfam. So we're going to set you that challenge. If you do, let us know. Yeah. Um, Okay, April... The challenge is to read a classic. And actually, someone DM'd us recently. I can't remember who it was. Sorry. Um, but she said that she wanted to read more classics this year. But so she was like, what ones are actually good? Like, what ones yeah. should I actually read? <laughs> Give it to me straight. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, actually, I'm equipped to answer this because in 2021, some of you might remember that I did. I just set my own classics challenge of reading one classic yeah. a month. And there are some right duds in there. So <laughs> the ones that I actually think are such good books and I just fell in love with are Anne of Green Gables. We know that. Black Beauty. Oh, my God. Just so like it's told from the horse's perspective and you just don't think about a lot of things that a horse like, you know, be in pain when they've got a bridle in their mouth or whatever. So that was just amazing. And then also Frankenstein. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, so I think those three are actually good classics. Great reco. And I'm going to reco Middlemarch. Lol joke. Don't read that pile of shit. <laughs> no, I'm going to reco The Great Gatsby because we love we the both Great love Gatsby. it. And that is the classic of all classics. Yeah, I felt like it was cheating to do a reread of that in my classics challenge. So I didn't, but I am due a reread. God, this episode's going to be too so many rereads. Um, so yeah, just steer clear of Jane Austen. <laughs> you and Jane Austen have got beef. We don't vibe so much. That's fine. She's her own lady and I'm my own. Um, okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> on um, to May. On to May. May's challenge is fantasy. Just because why not? It's Jess's birthday month and she mm. loves a bloody good fantasy. So this one's for you, Jess. Thanks. I'm going to, and this is because I have seen it in Oxfam's and, or, you know, one book in the series. I'm going to tell you to read a six-part series. <laughs> Or, you know, at least start it. And that's the Shadow Hunter series by, oh crap, what's that? Cassandra Clare, I think is her name. Um, really, really good. There's Shampires, there's Shadow Hunters and Vampires and it's all the magical shit that you want. Um, but also in modern day, they're kind of like, you know, under the cracks of the surface. And um, yes, there are six books, but my God, you'll be so invested after the first one and you would just want to read six books. And it does also have like thousands of spin-off series as well, which I haven't dived into, but someday I do want to, because I do miss being in that um, mystical world. 
I'm going to say look out for that. Six is quite a lot. Yeah, I believe believe in you. You can do it. That's a job. (laughs) Okay. It's not, it's not, I promise. All right. Okay. Moving on to June. Are we going too fast? I, you know, I love a quick fire. All right. Okay. We're, we're going. June is Pride Month. So here you'll be looking for an author from the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I am going to go for Shuggy Bane by Douglas Stewart because I've seen it in quite a few Oxfams. And I'm always quite surprised when I see it that someone has donated it because it's like such a special story. I couldn't, couldn't imagine parting with my copy. Oh, um, I, I know that. that some people are like, yeah, I've read it, move on, like, yeah. donate it. And that is great. And that's why we love shopping in charity shops. But for me, I'm like, no, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really special story. It's about uh, a young boy who's growing up in a mining town in Glasgow in the 80s. And he just wants to fit in like a quotation marks here, normal boy. Um, and his mother, Agnes, she really tries to be there for him in a way that she wasn't for his older siblings. But her alcohol addiction and like her want for a better life are just all consuming. And so he's dealing with that on top of everything. And it's just really readable, even though it sounds so sad. Yeah, I have real FOMO that I haven't read this. You can borrow my copy. You know how I said borrow. It's mine. (laughs) Would you think it would make a good audio book or no? Yeah, actually, because I found the audiobook on Spotify and I did listen to a bit, bit of it. I think it's still on oh, there. It's not it's as audiobooks. It's like a playlist called Shuggy Bane and it's narrated by a Scottish narrator. So like you get the, well, it's like, you know, it's a bit more immersive, isn't it? That it's spoken by someone that's um, from the place. Oh, love that. Okay. I might try and find that on Spotify. If not, I'll find another way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know where I was going with that. Um, okay, for my June Pride Month reco is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Is she which... LGBTQ? But the storyline is LGBTQ. Okay, we'll accept that. Okay. Um, which you and I both loved. And and I'm I also don't know how Madeline identifies, just want to throw that out there. Right. Um, it's essentially a retelling of the Greek Trojan War mythology of uh, Achilles, which sounds like an absolute snooze fest. You're right. And it's what <laughs> put me and Jess off from reading it for a very long time. And because your cover was so shit, your book cover. It was just like a helmet. It's like that helmet, isn't it? The red and gold. And it just, look, they, it looks shit. It looks yeah, boring. Yeah. It sounds a bit naff if you don't like Greek mythology, which I don't. I had to study it at university and I whinged my whole way through it. But let me tell you, it is so worth it. Mm -hmm. It is an absolutely extraordinary story. And it's like a retelling of Achilles from the point of view of his closest friend. Patroclus, isn't it? Patroclus. I always want to say petroleum. Uh, Yeah. Was it in your top 10 books of 2021? 2021, yeah. Mm, there you go then. Great by its cover. <laughs> or its synopsis. <laughs> don't don't be put off by the fact that it's Greek mythology. Which is hard if you're in a bookshop and you don't like the cover or the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> but go with this one, guys. Go with this one. Trust me. Trust me. You can thank me later. Okay, we've done half the year. We're wow, ha- look at us, already halfway through 2023. We look what we've got zooming. to show for it. 
Okay, July, we make way for a dystopian. Hello. Um, <laughs> I actually read a dystopian this month, Lauren. Did I'm going to save that to talk about in next week's episode. All righty, because I imagine it's a new one, so it won't be yeah. in charity shops yet. 100, yeah. Okay. Lauren, you got a dystopian for us? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Handmaid's Tale. It's been out for so long. You could definitely get your hands on it, and it's a winner-winner chicken dinner. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I can't even remember if I finished the latest series of the TV show. You don't watch the TV show, do you? Nah, I think it's a bit boring. Series one, two, and three were not. Series four or five, they're, they're, uh, they're on the decline. Best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still Quit while you're behind. <laughs> I can't now, though. <laughs> um, All right, go on, give us um, a dystopian reco because this is your jam. Mm-mm. I think I have talked. I have talked about the series on the podcast before in our books that defined our teens episode. Um, oh, this yeah, is a trilogy, the Divergent trilogy. Can't remember the name of the author, so you're not getting that, but <laughs> you'll have heard of it anyway. Um, it's the one where people are split into factions based on their personalities and the dangers of what happens to people that don't conform to just one personality. And it's a YA series. And it's just so compelling. And I, yeah, I mean, you know, you all know I love to live in the fantasy world, but I did enjoy this one a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think like I'm you basically using the Oxfam Reading Challenge to encourage everyone to start new series. You're welcome. You are. I can see what you're doing there. You did one. You did a romance series. Yeah, but they are standalone as well. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move on to September. September is also known as secondhand September, but mm. surprise, this is all secondhand because you're shopping from Oxfam, so we couldn't go with that as a theme. So instead, we're going for prize winners. Which is a great theme. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a square on our book bingo in our reading journal. Ah, so guys, you're going to cross that fun. off. Um, and you know, I'm always seeing Booker Prize or Women's Prize books in Oxfam, you know. Again, so, don't hold on to those, no? No, I would not part with my copy of Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo, which is what I'm going to echo. Um, it has a long list of awards that I just Googled before this to check. It, okay. Winner of the British Book Awards Fiction Book of the Year 2020. Shortlisted for the Women's Prize for Fiction 2020. Shortlisted for the Orwell Prize for Political Fiction 2020. And joint winner of the Booker Prize in 2019 joint winner you know you're getting a great book here so the yeah, book you could follows leave it there if you wanted to i could i thought i'd just drop the synopsis for anyone that doesn't know yeah um the book follows the lives and struggles of 12 very different characters mostly women black and british they tell the stories of their families friends and lovers across the country and through the years um i will disclaimer this that it can be quite jarring when you start reading it because of the lack of punctuation but i do promise that you get used to it um, and you'll just be like so here for the ride and it's these 12 different people and you get to dip in and out of their stories and see how they connect and it's really good I totally see why it was up for so many awards wonderful that could have also been a great March International Women's Day record as well so there you go two in one hit okay my record is I'm just going to say that I struggled a lot with this category because I think it's fair to say we both struggle with books which win some of the more quote-unquote prestigious awards yeah we're just not like, prestigious we don't have we're prestige. not, uh like the booker prize personally very heavy very non-accessible 
And Apart from Chucky Bane, because that won the Booker Prize. Okay, did it? yeah. I think it did. I don't think it. It was um, up for it, whatever it year it came okay. out. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just going to stick to books which have won the Women's Prize because all of those books mm-hmm. and authors that are nominated are always phenomenal. And I'm going to reco American Marriage by Tayari Jones, which won in 2019 and is one I've seen in quite a lot in charity shops, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's about newlyweds Celestial and Roy. And one day Roy is arrested and sentenced to 12 years for a crime that Celestial just knows that he didn't commit. And it's about how their relationship changes whilst Roy's in prison. And it's just amazing. It's like uh, a mix of storytelling and like letters back and forth to each other which oh it's just brilliant yeah we love it when a book isn't written how a book should be yeah just see janice hallett episode (laughs) ripping up the rule book i love it yeah oh we live for that shit see monica heisey episodes fantasy scenes lists google searches we love it authors stop writing books how you think they should be written (laughs) whack in some letters (laughs) okay October we're on the home stretch Um, October is Black History Month and so the challenge is to read a book by a black author and so I am going to recommend anything by Colson Whitehead Whitehead, because I've seen his books in Oxfam before in fact that is where I got my copy of Underground Railroad in the Oxfam near your house Lauren Um, yeah and I'm going to recommend a book by him because he is black, but also his books really look into black history. And I mean, this is historical fiction, Reco, coming at you. Oh. Um, so Underground Railroad looks at the slave trade and what are they called? Uh, hmm, is it the Nickel Boys? Yeah. Yeah, that one is set in almost like a juvie boys school and how these young black boys were treated way differently and harshly I won't go into too much detail and then Harlem Shuffle is set I think it's either the 60s or 70s and it's about a guy who's so above board but kind of gets swept into like everyday crime and like in in a bit of a crime ring because he's got to find a way to live but um all so good very different lengths um and all really hard-hitting and good topics but I found them all really easy to read. In mm. fact, Nicole is only 200 pages and I just absolutely oh, wow. with her. And Nicole always has a really good twist. Um, Ooh, so that. yeah, look out for him in an Oxfam because I know you'll see it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Rico. Rico? Rico. Rico. I'm going to Rico. Tia Williams' book, Seven Days in June, which is about Eva, who's a single mum and she's a best-selling erotica writer. And Shane, who's this like reclusive, award-winning literary author. And they like bump into each other are at a literary event after a very like a long time of not seeing each other. And unbeknownst to either of them, they've both been secretly writing to each other through the medium of their books ever since. And it's about what happens in the seven days after they've bumped into each other. And it gets a little bit steamy. We love that book. And a book about books and authors and publishing is always going to be a winner. Yeah, and like bookstagram is <laughs> mentioned in there. Yeah, and we love to see community. It. It's great. Yeah. Okay. November. You might remember that last year, what year are we in? 2023. Yeah, last year 
we did a non-fiction November episode on our podcast. Um, and so the Oxfam Reading Challenge for November is non-fiction. So we are going to just sprinkle a few more non-fiction records for you now. Yeah, my non-fiction record is Tuesdays with Mori by Mitch Album. Album, I can never say his name, uh, which is one of my favourite books ever. And the premise is that basically so many of us meet someone when we're quite young who makes a really big impact on our lives. And it could be like a grandparent or a teacher or a colleague. And it's usually someone who's a little bit older and very patient, very wise. And they understood you when you were very young and gave you just brilliant life advice. And for Mitch album, that person was a man called Maury Schwartz, who was his college professor from nearly like 20 years ago. And Mitch and Maury reconnect in the last months of Maury's final, uh, final months of his life. And he is dying of a motor neurone disease. And Mitch visits him every in his study every Tuesday, which is what they used to do when he was back in college. And they sort of rekindle this, their relationship. And it turns into a final class and final semester together. And it's all about lessons on how to live. And it is just stunning. I would like to read this. I'm a bit scared to read it in case it's like too sad for me. It is sad, but it's also really like the ending is sad, obviously, because yeah. it's not a spoiler to say that he's, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lessons are amazing. Yeah, I want to read it. Okay. I think you should. I will. Um, my one, I thought I would do Bryony Gordon because I'm always seeing her popping up in Oxfam's. And mm, that's a good point. And because I recently recoed Eat, Drink, Run to someone that um, is signed up to a half marathon and doesn't run currently <laughs> so I was like oh maybe you should read this like you know it'll kind of maybe get you out of your head a bit with running because yeah. um because it's about how she sort of started running for her mental health so she wasn't like running it to be the fastest or anything and she signs yeah. up for the marathon for um I think it's heads together and um yeah it's really short to the point funny especially if you are a runner you'll be like ah oh, yeah I know that and even if you aren't then maybe you'll be like oh maybe I will give that a go so mm-hmm. I would say look out for a copy of that in Oxfam in non-fiction November good one mm-hmm. okay we're on the final month of 2023 the year has flown by hasn't it Jess and December... it's been a great year <laughs> it's been a great year let's just call it quits now uh December is a fun challenge in that you can read anything you like but it has to be a reco from a friend or family member and they get to pick it for you I love this shall we pick one for each other now and then we can if we set it now then all throughout the year we can yeah. spend the year whenever we see an Oxfam going it. and seeing if it's in there Good Which is what idea. I, I don't know if you remember, but I once had a list of books. Yes, I was like, did. I'll only buy them if I see them secondhand. Pachinko yes. was on there. Still haven't read it because I haven't seen um, it. Rainbow Milk was on there as well, wasn't it? Got that. Yeah. Nailed that one. Um, so, yeah. Do you want to do that? I haven't prepared one for you. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Um, part of me just wants to echo Tuesdays with Mori because you've just said that you want to read it no that's good that's a good shout actually because now you I want to. to read it and um I haven't seen it in an Oxfam like you know sometimes I'll like see yeah. a book and I'll be like oh yeah Lauren likes that one 
Okay, yeah. And so I will do that. Okay, you do that. Unless you already had one that you wanted to give me. I did, but don't worry about it. What was it? Now I want to know. It's Trevor Noah, because you always say that you really want to. No, but I want to audiobook that because you made the audiobook sound so good. It is brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, should I set you Shuggy Bang? <laughs> yeah, go on. Set me Shuggy Bane. But that but means you can't audio Also, I want to audio that one because that's mm. a chunk. And I'm not mm, about yeah, but a chunk. I think it's a chunk because it's hardback. It's a tall hardback, but I actually think in paperback, like it's not, I don't think it's more than 400 pages. Okay, you want to audiobook it. I'm going to take you a new one. I'm going to tell <laughs> it's you. It's a no for me. To, oh, I could be mean and set you a fantasy one. No, don't do that to me. <laughs> don't do that to me. And don't what book are you always saying either. you have FOMO about? Oh, you did, Ampatch it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, you can read okay okay you can read a state of wonder by Anne Patchett which is the one that like her and Lizzie G Lizzie have the same... G yes okay I love that yeah love okay that for me that is your challenge see you in state December then. okay so state of wonder and Tuesdays in Mor- with Maury see you in December we'll pick this conversation back up yeah I look forward to it make a note of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that that is you're all set guys we've we've uh, prepared you for the year yeah, if your goal was to read 12 books this year, bosh. fish, bash, bosh. Um, remember, if you are doing the the challenge, then use the hashtag, hashtag Oxfam Reading Challenge. Um, and that all the books have to be secondhand. Yeah, and you don't have to participate for the full year. You could just dip your toe in into the months that work for you. And as a reminder... Oxfam online shop, you get 20% off with the code BookRecos20 until mid feb so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode then like subscribe leave a rating and review it costs you nothing but it genuinely means the world to us and don't forget to share our podcast with your reading buddy because they might like to listen and if you don't already then subscribe to our monthly newsletter at www.bookrecos.com for a roundup of recos see you next week we'll be here